encourage, motivate, uplift, and empower women. We do thank you for joining us on tonight. Make sure you hit that share button, leave your comments, and ask your question. Also, follow us on all of our social media outlets. That is Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We will be on shortly. Don't forget to share. Talk to you soon. Well, hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of To A Woman's Heart, where we uplift, motivate, encourage, and empower women. So tonight, we have a panel of women for a very interesting topic. We're going to be talking about the expectations of women. And we as women have some expectations. (laughs) Some expectations we have is what our mates going to look like or how they going to treat us and expectations of our friends and our loved ones. So we have a lot of expectations. So we want you all to join in, ask your questions, leave your comments. Let's make this an interesting conversation. So we're going to go around and introduce everybody. So I'm Renee. I'm Nanette. I'm Sheree. <laughs> <laughs> Denise Rose. Oh, there she go. Okay, come on, Denise, introduce yourself. Oh, I'm Denise. I know you were for me. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna start this off about expectations in relationships. So when you meet somebody, what is your expectations of a man? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if I can say yet. I'm I'm still in the date mode. Although since COVID hit, I you know I just became legal a few months ago. So, uh, I I don't know yet because I I ain't been on no dates yet. So, <laughs> but you got to have an idea what you expect from him. You know. Well, I do. I well, I think for me, I expect him to to come correct. I mean. I know what Sheree is saying. You know, I've actually seen it happen to her several times. Well, you know, yo, Miss Lady, uh, or whatever, you know, how they come, something like that. Um, that would be a turnoff to me because first I'll be asking what the whoop de whoop you want, okay? Because you don't get no play like that. I'm just saying for me. So for me, you got to come correctly. You know, hi, how you doing? My name is. Jesse or whatever, you know, what's your, you know, something like that, you know, just come in a, a nice manner, a decent manner for me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. The initial interaction is what sets the tone. Um, if they are coming in a respectful manner and not like a thirsty manner or disrespectful manner, period, right? I think that definitely sets the tone for where the relationship, like the possibilities, where the relationship, you know, can go. You know pretty much off bat if this is somebody that you want to, you know, waste your energy or your time on, depending on how that first interaction goes. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, my expectation would be that they approach me in a respectful manner. Um, Mm -hmm. And another expectation that I don't think a lot of people talk about, like, up front is 
to be real. Like, let me know what it is that you're looking for. If you're just looking for a friendship, somebody to hang out with, somebody to spend some extracurricular time with, or whatever that may be, let's mm -hmm. talk about it up front. Like, cut out all the all the games. Right. Now you said a bump buddy, you know what I'm saying? Right. You tell me, hey, I'm just looking for friends with benefits, you know what I'm saying? Be honest, even though I have heard some men say, you know, women don't like uh for men to be honest. And I mean I'll speak for me personally, but I would prefer for you to be honest with me. Now I'm not going to say that I won't potentially be upset by what you said to me because that could very well happen. But I will respect you at the end of the day for your honesty because I will never be able to come back to you and say, well, you didn't tell me that. Exactly. Now, we as women, it's probably going off a little less. You know, you men do tell you one thing and then we interpret it as something different, which is something that we as women probably need to work on. I mean, right. who said, I think Maya Angelou say, when some Angelo say, when somebody tells you who they are, what they want, you got to believe what they say unless they show you something different. So, uh, I, 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 no, sorry. Believe what I, they say. No, I, I would agree definitely with you, Denise, that we as women have to definitely work on that. And I was, it's funny because I was just thinking about this, uh, this morning or either yesterday to myself that many times, you know, we meet a man, oh, we think automatically, oh, he might every dream, but you don't even know the man yet. Right. You know nothing about him, what he's about. Maybe. You're maybe far into it than he is, maybe after two or three dates. That's the way you feel, but he look at you maybe just like, okay, well, you just a cool chick or you just a friend, you know, but you want more. You can't make somebody love you. I don't care what you say. Wow. You know, you, you can't make somebody love you. So I'm like you, Denise. If the man tells me, okay, this is what it is, then this is what it is. But why you don't think that women want to believe what the man is telling them. If he say, I don't want to be in a relationship, I don't want to have a commitment, I don't want no children, why do you don't think women believe that? I think, okay, that's a great point because I do think that there are some men who are very honest and very upfront about what their intentions are and what they want. I think that, our, that some women think that they can change that. Right. Yeah, that it will agree. over time. Oh, maybe right. that's where he is right now, but he ain't really got a taste of me yet, you know? Right. But yeah, I, exactly. Like, like what you said, Denise, we have to believe them and accept them for what it is that they say. They're being honest. Right. We have to decide whether or not we want to be, we want to accept right. what it is that they're saying at face right. value without thinking right. that we can change them because that's not right. always the case. And right. if it leads to something different, if it leads to something more later on down the line, then that's fine. But we as women have to make a decision up front because essentially we always hold the power. I don't care what they say. Okay, period. Yeah. We do. We hold the power. Okay. So at the end of the day, we can navigate how this how this ball game is gonna be played. So yeah, if I if I wanna, if you telling me we just gonna be friends, that I could date you or not date you. It's right. just that simple. Yeah, I could kick it with you. You come take me out to brunch and we can go to the movies together. But when I leave you, I leave you. And when I'm with you, I'm with you. And if he decides, okay, I want to take this a little bit further, you just better hope by that time when he decides that, that I'm available. I, I completely agree with you, Denise. I completely agree. That's, that's the honest truth. Because they do it all the time. They do do it all They want to have their cake and they want to be able to eat it mm -hmm. too. But they want you to sit over here and be like, oh, okay. I'm just yeah. going to wait till you get yourself together. No, 
Like right. you out there playing, guess what I'm gonna be doing? Turning up right along with you. And right. you better hope we don't run into each other while we turning up together. Right. I tend to think that for, for some women, you know, I don't know if they realize that they're wasting a lot of time if the man tells you that he's not interested or he's being honest with you about whatever it is, the relationship or what he wants the relationship, what's gonna be commitment or whatever it is. You probably missing your blessing or the guy who's supposed to man's supposed to be in your life because you wasting all your time on this person. Yeah. You know, I don't know if they think about it like that. I mean, yeah, but some women's expectations is, you know, if he dressed nice, right, if he looks nice, mm -hmm. you know, he gotta be a good guy. But good guys is not always packaged the way you that's think right, they exactly. should be. Right. Sometimes a better guy is the guy that's ratchet or got a thug life, even though we look at the thug person in a different aspect, but he might turn out to be the better guy, just like the church guy. People always think church men are good men, and that's not the case neither. Not all the time. You got some time where it is. You can luck out, you know what I'm saying? But right. Yeah. I'm just gonna say what my mom used to tell me. Like, first, everything that looked good ain't good for you. That's the first you and secondly, you have to beware of the dressed up garbage cans. You can look good on the outside, smell good, clothes, haircut, but you full of trash on the inside. So I think we do make the mistake, the presentation, how they look and how they dress, drive the nice car, but mm -hmm. you could be missing out on your because it could be that guy who just ain't got there yet. Maybe we need to help clean them up a little bit. And that doesn't necessarily right. always take up the work. It just takes for somebody to love on them, pay them some attention, you know, help them to feel good about themselves. And I think a lot of women think, oh, I don't got time to be, you know, fixing no man. He needs to come to me already prepared. Sometimes you got to put a little work in that thing. If it's worth it, take a look. But if you think about, and if you think about it anyway, you have to teach him how to love you anyway. Because yeah. the way he loved maybe Stacy ain't the same way that you receive love. Maybe Stacy love language was uh, acts of service and gifts, and mine is physical touch and quality time. So you got to teach him anyway how to love you anyway. So you might as well just add something else in there. Just you know, baby, that's a compliment, baby. You look good in that sweater. Right. What they gonna that's do? Cool. That five more or the same? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> You right. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So here's here's something else that comes up in conversation. When a woman meets a man and he says that he's married, right? Mm. And the expectation that later on down the line, he tells her, I'm going to leave my wife and she hold on to the expectation forever <laughs> and a day, thinking that she is that woman she got everything that's going to cause him to leave his happy household. Well, his household ain't that happy if he got a sad chick, number one. Um, <laughs> let's start there. Number two, most times they don't, most men are not going to tell you up front they're married. Their MO is to get you in. Mm -hmm. And then when they tell you so far in that some women, a lot of women, unfortunately, they can't let go because now they're too invested. Mm -hmm. That's normally how it works. You have very few men who are gonna come and say, like, oh, let me tell you in the dough that I'm married. Now you do have some men who come into women and tell them, I'm married, I'm not leaving my wife, I'm not looking to leave my wife. This is what I'm looking to do. But again, it goes back to that mindset. Well, I can change his mind, or I can change because mm -hmm. I am who I am, I got what I got, I do what I do, whatever that is. So it's kind of like a two, a double-edged short to a certain degree. Right. 
Yeah, but don't you think it speaks to the volume of the woman? True, but some women, you got some women that who say they prefer to be a sad chick because they don't want to, they just want the benefits of being the sad chick. They don't want the main chick. They don't want you coming home to them every night. All they want is they little time that you get them. They pay, keep paying their bills and all of that, and they still get to go do what they want to do. You got some women who say that. You got other women who just, they just lost in the world. They don't, they just don't know. They don't know whether they come to the the, like you said, the value of a woman. A lot of a lot of women are out here, and they just don't necessarily know that they're worthy of something better, right? They just accept what it is that they're given, and they and to them it feels like love, and it feels they receive right. it in such a way where it it feeds their soul and it feeds their spirit because they may not necessarily be used to anything different. Um, I think it's. Honestly, I think that it's kind of sad, but it is it is definitely something that's happening. It, it happens. You see it all the time. We all have all people who have been in yeah. that situation. They rather they prefer to be the sad chick, maybe because yeah. deep inside they don't necessarily feel valued. They don't they don't know their worth yeah. just yet. Right. But some women say, you know, they okay with being a sad chick. Mm-hmm. And after they get so far into it, then they want to be the then man. they want more. Yeah, they now they want to be the main chick, right? And it's kind of like uh, Steve Harvey. Now it's funny they were talking about this one morning on the radio. It was comical, but they was right. You know, their their rules to being a side chick. I don't know if the side chicks know. You know, you're never gonna be the main chick. That's what you are. You're a side chick. You the side piece. You don't you don't get the holidays and all of that kind of stuff. He got other obligations, and you're not one of them. You get the day before, the day after true but the rules of the sad chick game didn't change unfortunately it's sad to say you know there was a time where truly indeed there were rules to it where the sad chick really knew her place now it's not almost glorified as if it's almost a great position to have that oh yeah i'm his side chick i got your man i done had your man blah 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 whatever it is whatever the case may be now that's sad so but now i mean unfortunately it's glorified more and more now to become do, do you think that's because to a certain degree they may hold that over the guy's head like i can really mess up your whole entire life so you don't treat me yep. good treat me better because I mean, at the end of the day, he don't want his his home where he got to go home and lay his head to be, you know, put in jeopardy in that aspect. Right. He's jeopardizing his home by going out, stepping out. But you got to willing to spill all your tea. You pretty much gone. You you in the palm of her hand. It's like blackmail. It is, and so a lot of times you got some women who leverage that. Yeah, you know, are very comfortable. They get very comfortable after a while. They telling you where they live. They tell you telling you where their kids go to school. They tell you what you right. know where to work. You know, right. so you put all their cards on the table, and now she's using that as leverage to keep getting what it is that she wants. Exactly to validate herself. So it's a vicious right. cycle. Vicious it's cycle. A vicious cycle. Well, I don't think I would want a man if I got to go through all them troubles of you know. <laughs> Uh, tracking down where you work at, where your kids go to school at, where your wife work and what day she got off and try to use that as leverage to keep a grasp on you, then mm-hmm. you're, that, you're, that's crazy to me. But sometimes people like the drama of it all too. Yeah. Yeah. You got some people Thank who just you. enjoy the drama. They don't know what it is to have a peaceful, kind, right. loving, yeah. committed. Yeah, it's just the drama of it all. 
What do yeah. we see on TV, on the reality shows? They hype up the drama of it all. So, yeah. I mean, you you are what you consume sometimes. Yeah. True. Yeah. Reality of it all. Yeah, I, 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 I still can't get with that. And I think on the flip side, for some of these women, there's something wrong with them on the back end that caused him to accept some things and there's being, some brokenness there's there. some brokenness in, in, yeah. in that you're just not going oh, to you're just not going to be in this relationship there's some insecurity mm -hmm. there's some lack of confidence there mm -hmm. is something going on within that yeah. woman that she feel like this is okay and whatever he feeds me uh I'm gonna get with you tomorrow, and then tomorrow come, he don't show up. Then he said, My dog was sick, my cat was sick. He's like, Oh, your dog was sick, your cat was sick. Well, maybe we can reschedule it. Then the next reschedule, he do the same thing. So there's gotta be something wrong within you that you accept something like that. It goes back to what Tammy said. It's all about the worth. I don't feel a lot of women don't feel I'm worthy of that. Right. I don't feel like I'm worthy enough to be loved, to love, and for somebody to love me. Right. They just don't. So you settle essentially is what you're doing. You settle yeah. for what you can get. You know what I'm saying? He give. Yeah. I'll take this little bit, even though I may want this much, but yeah. he's only offering me this. So this right. is better than nothing. So yeah, and, and I think doing. too, it just stems from sometimes how women may have grown up and what they've been seeing, what exactly. not what they've been, what they've seen and what they've been exposed to. Some women, um, like I said, are, are broken. Uh, they came that came up that way in their childhood, and they brought that to their adulthood. They never, maybe, never got any help for themselves or whatever mm -hmm. what have you. So they've just taken that brokenness from youth or childhood and brought it into the adulthood. And so some of them are searching for love. Some of them have uh, daddy issues, and all of that plays a part in when you. If you're looking for love or a man or whatever in your life and, and they're looking for all the wrong things and they're looking for a man to validate them. A man can only validate. A man really can't validate you at all. You got to do that for yourself. That's just my firm belief. Yeah, now, yeah. he might be able to put a couple of pieces in there, but he ain't going to be able to put all the pieces in there. That's something you got to do for yourself. You've got to have some self-love for yourself. But if nobody's ever uh, poured into you how to love yourself. Then you're looking to another. You're looking to a man to love, you know, to feel that for you. And unfortunately, a lot of men, I think, take advantage of that. And that's spoken like a like a like a real woman, like a true strong woman. So I guess the question then becomes like, how is it that we can pour into our friends, our family members who may not have that same stance, who may not have been poured into in the way that you know they should have been? Like, how is it that we can be more supportive? as adults, because I'll tell you firsthand, like I, I have encountered, you know, um, friendships and, you know, peers who may have gone through things and may have been in that situation, whereas they feel as if they they have to like accept whatever is given in this little bitty window when they have the worth of this, like they don't always see their worth. So you try to be supportive as a friend and say, hey, girl, you deserve better. Hey, let me introduce you to this. Or, hey, let me expose you to this. Mm -hmm. But how is it that you can continue to support somebody who doesn't necessarily want to grow in that way? Well, I, I think that's a good question. I, I think, like you said, I think you just have to keep talking to them. I mean, obviously you want to pray for them, but you keep talking to them. But they that person, to me, in my opinion, eventually somewhere along the line, I have to have an open mind and say, hey, 
yeah. the light bulb has to go off. I call it my epiphany, my light bulb moment. I have to say to myself, okay, you know what? Terry been telling me this for the last five years. Okay, uh, enough is enough. Yeah. Um, it's funny that you mentioned that because I am currently in that situation now. Mm. I okay. currently um, am in a friendship with someone and they are just like that. I feel like I pour more into them than they pour into me. Mm. Right. So I'm constantly overflowing of, you know, steady saying, well, you don't, you know, you don't deserve that and you could do this and you can do that. And then they'll come back to me and say, well, um, back then, you know, I was really, I was really a bad person. I really hurt some good people in my life, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. So even though I'm constantly reassuring this person, they're steady, like, no, no, no. And for the longest time, um, I actually questioned, like, why was I even this person's friend? Because I felt like, <laughs> I just feel like friendship is like a two-way street, right? Like, yeah. you give me a little something, and I give you a little something, you know? But in this friendship that I currently have, I do all the giving, and they do all the taking. <laughs> and so I'm just like, okay. So I really had, to, I, I remember I was telling my mom, and I had to, she really encouraged me, like, just keep praying for it, just keep praying for it. And so I kind of came to the realization I'm still friends with the person and I still encourage them. I still support them. But maybe somebody else is going to come along. You know, maybe I'm just the planter. Maybe somebody else is, you know, the waterer. I don't know. But I will say, like, even from a friend standpoint, it does become a lot because everything for them is a complaint. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you don't never have no good news. Like, the sun is shining. Be excited about that. And they're like, no, it's dark. It's too bright. You know, it's just like, now I will say, you know, it may, I don't know if it was right or wrong, but I did have to separate myself from them uh, for a period of time because it became draining for me. Yeah. I'm just like, this is too much on me. I can't give me a few days. And then I wrap back around and I have like my core tank full up field again and I could you know go back on but anybody out there if you have someone you know in your relationship with someone like that I do encourage you you know like Tammy said you just got to be supportive and keep encouraging them and yeah. you know and some things I have seen in a relationship like I've told them something and then somebody else has come along and told them the exact same thing and then they went and did it and it's like I told you that a thousand times already who am I a chopped liver yeah. But then, that's, and now in that, I'm starting to realize maybe I'm just a planter. I'm here to plant the seed. Somebody else is going to water the seed. You know what I'm saying? So, be encouraged if you're out there. And yeah. it's. But sometimes, um, like you said previously, they'll listen to an outside person mm -hmm. before they listen to the person that's close to them because sometimes they feel like you're just going along with them because of your friendship, your relationship, right? But somebody else that comes that they don't know, they don't have a type of relationship with, then they feel like, you know, what they're saying is valid. Right. Yeah. Ooh. Which is, which is, is, is not a good thing because I prefer to hear the person that's close to me to tell me something than have a stranger or somebody that's long distance to come along and tell me something. That don't make sense to me. It doesn't, but then unfortunately, we as women, you know, again, I, I relate it back to depends on what we've been exposed to a lot of times, how we've grown up. 
unfortunately, sometimes that person turns on whether sometimes they turn on a friend as yep. well as the family member. Oh, you trying to get my man? You just jealous of me and stuff like that. And it's nothing. It's nothing like that. I want the best for you. I want you to win. I want you to have love. I want you to be in a committed relationship. But you know, it's just like anything else. People don't see from the in, inside. You know what I mean? Yeah, Sometimes yeah. it some, takes somebody on the outside, whether it be you as the friend or you as a family member who's trying to tell you, look, this guy, he he not a good dude. You know, he's just using you or he got three, four other women on the side besides you, you know. And a lot of times they just don't want to hit it because they want what they want or they thinking the way they thinking. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's tough to get sometimes women to see that or the woman to see that, that, you know, this, this baby, this ain't going nowhere. Well, sometimes they don't want to see it. And that's the other part. Sometimes they don't want to see it. They just don't want to see it. You end up looking like the bad person because it's a very sticky situation when you are being supportive of a friend in a relationship. Because they don't use that dude every time you yeah. the whole relationship. So I think it's a boundary there. Like you're able to say things as a supporter friend in such a way. But I will never tell a friend ever, girl, you need to leave him. Right. I never say that. If she was getting yeah. beat, she knows she needs to leave. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and provide options and be you know right. as supportive as I, as I can be. But the minute you tell them you need to leave. They're not gonna leave, and then you right, look because they, right. They think you're sabotaging what they yeah. got. Yeah. You end up looking like the bad friend who just right. in the relationship. So I think right. you have to be very strategic in how you offer support to to friendships and friendships. You got to be very strategic with it. Yeah. Okay. So here is uh, here is something that came up that we had this conversation a lot. Your expectations when you're going into a new relationship. So what I require may not be the things that Sharif will require and may not be the things that Denise would require. So the conversation was in uh, some relationship, I want him to have all his ducks in a row, right? Now, the other person may be happy with you just the guy just opened the door. That may be their thing right. for them. So what do you all think about that? Um, I, I agree because mama always raised me and Denise to know what you want and what your expectation is or what you desire may not be what another person desires. So I'm not going to put off what I want on you because maybe you, so, and you in a different part of your life. That's just like me saying, oh, what I want ain't for nation. Well, no, I'm 31. She's 55. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, just, just, and even, you know, different age categories, just, you know, what I'm looking for right now, of course, she's not looking for. Right. So you can't put, I'm not going to say, well, oh, ain't you know, you should want him because he, well, that may not make a difference though, you know? Right. And, and vice versa. I'm not, you know, I'm not looking for what she would necessarily probably be looking for at her age versus where I'm at. Um, People always say, oh, I need him to come with all of this. Don't ask somebody to come with all of this if you ain't got it yourself. Man, you just said a word right there. <laughs> That's so annoying to me. You want a man to come in and do, 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 but you have nothing, 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 nothing. How does that make sense? How does that remotely make sense to you that he has to come in with everything and you come in with absolutely zero? Yeah. I, I agree. I think I think both parties need to bring something to the relationship. 
I agree. I think that I think that it's certain things that as your relationship progresses, you're going to like you said, how your ducks are going. Well, maybe we don't all know what our ducks are just yet, right? right? So I don't expect for this package to come and everything it's everything that I want it to be because right. it's unrealistic. Some things you have to learn and work through together and build on right. together. I don't right. I want somebody to come that I can work with and we can be equally yoked by working at it together, you know. Right. But okay. you know that I'm a whole handful, so <laughs> my expectation is. But at least you know that. I do. I'm very honest about that and very upfront about that because I know that I can be a whole handful. I require a lot, like the whole traditional, untraditional man versus woman roles in the household. I like I'm not going to be cooking every day because I work a full time job also, right? right? right. I'm not going to be the happy homemaker all the time, so I need you to be right. able to. I need you to be able to do laundry. So part of my expectations is like, in addition to you supporting the household financially, can you support the household, you know, physically, emotionally, mentally? Right. Because sometimes right. I just want to check out and do nothing. I need you to be right. able to be on the court. So those are things that I expect. Like it goes way beyond you opening the door. Now those things are you know, natural and he does those things too. But as long as you can hold, you can really support me and have my back in those right. ways, taking care of the kids and taking care of the house and taking care of the bills, we're good. Right. I agree with that. You know, so don't I, you I, think, I, go ahead. Don't I think what? Don't you think that women, when they start a relationship, they should put them expectations on the table? I do, but I think that I think that a lot of women get caught up in, oh, let me cook for him and let me do this for him, which is fine. That, right. That's absolutely no problem. But then mm -hmm. when you start doing that, that becomes the expectation. expectation and then the moment you don't do it, it's yeah. an issue. You know? right. So I'll, I'll set, set the yeah. expectations up front. Hey, I cook. I definitely can cook for you, but it's not going to be a hot meal every day. You know, right. because again, you want me to do that, I can do that, but then I'm going to have to leave this job, sir, because my job right. requires a lot of my time, and I can't right. say that every day I'm going to feel like you a, a full five-course meal. Right, yeah, right. exactly, a seven-course meal, because it's it's just unrealistic uh, I, Well, to me to a degree uh, nowadays expect, you know, a seven-course meal every day. Maybe when my mother was alive and uh, she... She didn't work like a, well, she did work, but it wasn't like a, a nine to five job, put it like that. Um, so she did cook pretty much every day. But uh, now when you have to work sometimes eight to 12 hours a day, and then you have children to take care of as well. And with everything we've got going on now with COVID and everything, I, I, I think now the it's just a little unrealistic. The yeah. wife needs the or the girl or whoever needs a little bit more help in the home now. But I think when you, Renee's talking about uh, what you expect in a relationship, well, first of all, hopefully you're not doing as soon as you meet the man. You know, I would hope, but you know, I don't know. Maybe some women are. I can't just meet you yesterday and now I want to cook for you today. I don't know you like that. First, I'll be inviting you to my home, yeah. but hopefully there'd be a little way in before. Um, they want to try to start doing this, but I do agree. You do, as you get a little farther into the relationship now, yes, we need to, I need to start telling you what my expectations are, because if I'm, I'm interested in getting married, I'm dating for a purpose. 
yeah. that's yeah. not what you interested in than what we talking about right because right. we on two different pages you want to netflix and chill i don't got time for that <laughs> so, i i'm just let you push on over find somebody who want netflix and chill and i me and you could be friends and that's it so okay yeah. then that brings me to a, a question mm -hmm. because we in 2020 right y'all say dating and stuff is different right so the expectations that we have as women if i have sex with you on the first date that it's going to take it further than where it's at wait a minute say that what you know how some, how some women think that you know if i give it up to you oh. that i can hold you oh. or make this relationship and that's not i've heard that from women that's what they think Oh, they because they got crazy women here think all kinds of they stuff. Think that they really you know what? I'm I'm gonna say this. I do know people who have had uh sex with the person that they met on the first day and they lasted for years. Like I do know people like that. I think that that's very mm -hmm. rare. I don't think that you get that a lot of times i mean most times if he smashed on the first day i don't know because i'm not a guy i've just heard like in talking with my with brian and our friends or whatever mm -hmm. you know a lot of times they think oh if she smashed on the, she let me smash on the first date then she's you know this is something that she does regularly you know what i'm saying so now you got that whole negative thing that whole vibe going um i personally wouldn't do it because you can have a clap file. I know. I don't know you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so for me, that's not that for me. That's important. Yeah. But for some women, but again, that goes back to if we out and maybe we both set the same. He's telling you he just looking for a one night stand. Now, this the trick. You don't believe what he said, but you go along with what he said. You let him smash, and now he's gone, and you and your feelings mm -hmm. listening to uh, Jasmine Sullivan and Drake. That's your fault at the end of the day because he told you what he was going to do. Right. Yeah. And you decided to be like, oh, no, like Tammy said, you know, he ain't got a piece of this uh, C A N D Y and it's just <laughs> the bomb. You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm -hmm. baby, you just a, a trophy on the shelf, I guess. But I didn't know people really thought, I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't happen um, because it happens. That's, you know the real world it does happen but i guess my perception or perspective would be if i do this with him just meeting him what is he gonna think of me is he gonna think that this is something that this this is the standard this is what i do with everybody in my mind i would think that it would turn a dude off like it turns them on for the moment but it's not anybody right. that want to be in you know in a serious relationship right. with because right. have you done this before do you do this all the time so I, I'm surprised to hear that women actually think, oh, if I give it, the faster I give it to you, the, you know, the more serious you'll take this relationship. Yeah, you know, they have crazy yeah. thought process. You know, some women think they can use all kinds of things to hold a man. They think they can have babies and hold a relationship and babies don't hold a relationship. No, don't. a man can only be kept if he wants to be kept exactly. something that doesn't want to be kept if he want to be a kept man guess what he'll do he'll right. do the things to make sure that he's kept exactly and if you don't want to be a kept man guess what he'll do he'll do things to ensure that he's not a kept man exactly it's really that simple because 
men do what they want to do essentially right and they're gonna if they really love you and they really want to be with you they're gonna do whatever it is they have to do to be with you because you are who they want if you know what i'm saying if you ain't what they want and they just want somebody to chill with netflix and chill you know pull up on every now and then and that's what it is. This is very true. I think it's important like, for those who have girls, raising girls. It's always yeah. a point to me to to tell my girls in such a way without it being, you know, blowing their head up in such a way. But you are the prize. You right. are the prize. Exactly. exactly. You are the prize, right? It doesn't mean that your head's so, you know, up in the clouds and your nose right. so big and you just all that. Right. You ain't all that because I'll humble them quickly, very quickly too. Right. But they have to know their worth. They are the prize. And if some right. something is worthy of having you, it's going to take, right. they're going to put in some work to do it. it it's right. not a path. So I think that it's important to teach our girls that so that they can grow up with that same mentality, True. like knowing their worth. And if a man is really into you and you are worth it to that man to change and to be right and to work hard and to do whatever it is that he needs to do to, to get you and to keep you, he's going to do just that. And I, and I think it helps when dads uh, step up yes. and, and, and show their daughters, you know, the finer things in life. So when that man comes along and buy her stuff and she be like, no, you ain't got to worry about that. You got to come right. back because my daddy already did that. So you got to step your game up. Yes. Right. Yes. I just told Denise that about uh, my granddaughter, her daughter. Um, God forbid when she's old enough to date. The young man who tried to date her, I hope he ready because he has to be ready, okay? He has to be ready because she has some expectations. Uh, okay. You got serious expectations, okay? So because her daddy don't pour no shorts, period. And he tell her all the time, if he can't give you what I give you times 20, you don't it's a no. It, it definitely starts with yeah. the dads too. They're the biggest influence in oh, the lives from the male perspective. I can remember when Kiva was um, probably about seven or eight and Ken would always open the door for her. He'd open the door for me. He'd always mm -hmm. open the door for her. And as she got older and started to date, probably when she was like 16 or 17, I remember she came home and she said, uh -uh, I ain't calling him no more. Like, why he saying like he was nice? He ain't opened the door for me. <laughs> like, oh, look. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't really connect the two as it was happening right. until that moment when she was older and started to date. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she really did pay attention to that. So these yeah. kids and their dads, the relationships that they have with their dads, yeah. with the male figure, you know, the male figure in their life at the time, it, yeah. it speaks volumes yeah. to yeah. how they end up, you know, what they look for as an adult. It speaks volumes. And they won't settle. They won't they settle. Won't. They won't right. settle. They won't settle for less than what they're worth. And that's that's a good thing. And I think that what's need to happen in more households. Absolutely. Uh, and they'll probably take out the titles of thoughtism and 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 yeah. all that other kind of stuff. If we teach our girls yeah. how to value some things and not just go for anything if i buy you a burger then you know I'm, no right, no right. you got to give me a steak we're not going to do a yeah. burger I, you step it up yeah <laughs> right no i can buy my own self a burger right i can buy my own self a steak, right. well, buy my own self a steak yeah. as well but what i'm saying is you have to step it up yeah 
And I understand what she's saying because we've talked about this before amongst us, the ladies in the family. You know, sometimes I know Denise and Sheree, especially as experiences, sometimes they, well, not Denise in a long time, but more so Sheree. I was saying, uh, me. They uh, met guys who thought, oh, well, well you boozy because you want to go to let's just say the cheesecake factory. Okay, the cheesecake factory really not that expensive. I didn't say let's really? go to more. Let's go to more. Cheesecake factory is now a glorified Fridays. But That's all it is. But they think if they've never been off the block, you know what I'm saying? They right. never really been any place because that's how they grew up. Then they don't. They think going to IHOP that that's real big, you know. Cheesecake factory by no stretch of the imagination. Anybody out there? Cheesecake factory is delicious. Oh, it is. I'm you just know. saying, you know. Here's an example, right? For example, you know, we. Uh, their dad and I, I used to go out to dinner. We used to take them to different places. Now, not as many places as obviously they go now, but at least we kind of started them on the way. So now they go more places than I've even been. In. So, but that was something because our parents didn't take us. We didn't go out to dinner back then. Yeah. You know, that just they didn't do that. <laughs> Set the tone. You have to set the tone, though. Right. right. So that was something that I wanted to do different for my children. So that's what we did for them. I tried. I don't know if they remember when they were kids. I used to try to tell them, you know, you could be anything you want to be. You know, you're cute. Well, probably not cute. I probably said beautiful. You probably too little to remember that. But at any rate, I wanted. So when a guy came up, they just wouldn't fall for anything. You know, yeah. for the first guy who told, oh, you look, you look good, you look cute, or whatever, what have you. So that they would know, and what obviously I must, I must, we must have did good in that department because. <laughs> what else you got? It starts at home, and I feel like if, not, if the parents are not in a place because for whatever reason they didn't get it growing up and they don't know. I think we right. we know where we lack, right? We know our strengths, right. we know our areas of opportunities. So if it's something that I'm not necessarily strong in, maybe I'm not strong in showing affection. I am, right. but me, you're not strong in showing affection and hugging and kissing and loving on your kids. I think it's important to maybe have a circle or your community that yeah, is yeah. pour into them and feed into them in that way. Because if you don't, they're going to grow up being cold and not necessarily knowing what affection looks like. The right kind of affection, right? They're going to want the wrong right. type of attention. So right. I definitely think that it starts at home. I think we have to be very conscious and very strategic of every move that we make when we have kids because they definitely pay attention, even they when do. you think that they not. You can right. send them as all you want to, but you better believe they listening. <laughs> like yeah. they and they can they can walk into a room and see when something ain't right. So right. we have to be very conscious of what it is that we're doing, you know, in front of our kids and around our kids because they soak it all up and then it helps to shape who it is that they become. Yes, exactly. All right, ladies. Well, this is a six-part series. <laughs> uh, the expectations of a woman, and it's a lot with this being a woman. It is, you know. Is. And, and I hope that while we're doing this series, that we take a look at ourselves um, and find some things that we may need to change for ourselves, heal some areas that's broken, or whatever it may be mm -hmm. that you need to change, or even. Figure out your dating life. What do you expect out of dating? You know, don't settle for anything. Get your confidence back. You know, lift your self-esteem. So I hope these conversations that we're having will help those women that's listening um, and will enlighten you.
And I thank y'all for joining in. It was a great conversation. Awesome, 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 awesome. <laughs> and uh, don't forget everybody to follow us on social media. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Share with other women. You know, we building, bonding, and believing in sisterhood. And we're going to thank Tammy for joining in with us tonight as well on, on the ladies' conversation. And what you, I see, I saw your post. You got something going on on Friday. You want to share? Um, at 9 o'clock p.m., I will be going live in the Sassy Thrifted page. And I am going to be uh, decluttering and selling some of my most precious pre-loved items. Um, so Aww. check it out if you're on the Sassy, Sassy Thrifters page. Join it. Check me out. I'll be live at 9. Classy Thrifters. Sassy. Sassy. Okay. Sassy. Sassy, okay. Sassy Thrifters. It's a thrifting uh, page and they host different live events where you can go ahead and sell some of your most precious pre-loved items. <laughs> okay. Well, look, cool. ladies, there go another uh, opportunity to declutter some things. <laughs> I got to come over, Tammy, and take a quick gander. Yes. I mean, I don't have that much. Just a little something, something. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, that's, that's, that's going to take a quick answer. Yeah. That's, beautiful. that's beautiful. Well, I thank everybody for joining in. Stay tuned for next week, Tuesdays at 730. We are highlighting women in business. And next Tuesday, we have a young lady who is, um, she sells paparazzi jewelry, but she's also starting a youth non-for-profit. So we'll get some information next week. Tuesday at 7.30, and then Wednesday at 7.30, we are back here again for the expectations of a woman. Have your questions ready next week, ladies. We want to have a great conversation. Let's dialogue about this. Sometimes we have, we just keep things to ourselves, so we have a platform where you can discuss some things. So let's not suffer in silence. Let's speak up and talk about it. All right? All right. All right. Thank y'all. Bye. Bye. Hello, everybody. Well, thank you. We have completed another episode of To a Woman's Heart, where we encourage, uplift, motivate, and empower women. We hope you enjoyed tonight's episode. We thank you for your participation. Always remember to comment and ask your questions. Also, don't forget to follow us on our social media outlet. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and please do subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just a little note, Facebook group is private, so if you would like to join the group, make sure you join before the live stream. And ladies, let us share with other ladies. We want to build a community of women. That's what we want to do. We're working on becoming our better, best selves. So again, we do thank you for tuning in tonight, and we do this live stream every Wednesday at 7.30, and we're also adding another night which will be Tuesday at 7.30. We are highlighting women in business. All right, so won't you continue to join us and don't forget to share. Have a good one. Renee.